0: All right, hey, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to the WTCF podcast. It's Charlie here just hanging out at the house and wanted to go ahead and walk through some viewpoints on control and kind of what that means and hopefully this is something that'll kind of help you. So what I've realized over a lot of years of of my own life is uh, when I have things in my control, I do feel a little bit better because then I can take ownership of them, right? So that's that's how I can kind of recognize it. However, there's plenty of times in my life where I've tried to find control in something where I've had no control and it's actually uh, a terrible place to kind of spend some time because um, you're really not going to change all, all that much. And it's just going to kind of eat at you more and more that, oh, I need to be able to get more, I need to be able to control more, I need to be able to do more. So here, here's the, the point I'm kind of talking about. So um, I, I use a reference point now as I kind of look back on it. So it's like, uh, it, it's like this. Uh, in surgery, the surgeon wants to have the knife in their hand, and they don't want to give it up for any reason whatsoever. So they want to be the one that's completely in control of that situation. They're the one responsible for every cut, every decision that gets made. Uh, that, that's that's how I kind of think of it. Uh, and now I think of it a little bit more as in like, well, who's willing to hold a knife? So I, it still could be me. Uh, that is the individual that's, that's doing it, having the control over it. But starting to create more of an environment where somebody else feels like they can find a little bit more control and help them to, you know, build some confidence in themselves. So I've, I've made that mistake plenty of times in my own life. I've seen that come up from other individuals who have tried to exude uh, control over situations where it's like, this really isn't in your control at all. And you're really just wasting your time. And it's actually becoming really upsetting that you're trying to go through this. And again, I've fallen victim to it as well. So there's plenty of times in my life where it's just like, no, 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 you don't understand it. I'm the smart guy in the room. I get to hold the knife. And what I'm trying to learn a whole lot more is kind of the serenity prayer, like, you know, to, uh, have the courage to, you know, do something really difficult. Um, and, uh, I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. So we're, we're just going to go ahead and just put it on the screen somewhere. So I can go back and actually get it correct. But the the, the notion of what's there, right? It's, it's, it's knowing the wisdom of like, when I have control and when I don't have control of something. So uh, being able to to watch and monitor those things in myself and encourage others to, you know, get some control of their own lives and kind of help get control of some things that might be spiraling a, a little bit. So here's some of the good things that come out of like having control in in like your day to day, just being able to control everything that's there. Uh, The achievement of goals, like to steer your actions and decisions towards achieving specific goals, maintaining control over their actions. Uh, They can stay focused, make progress, and ultimately accomplish what they had set out to do. For example, a person who exercises control over their diet and exercise routine is more likely to achieve weight loss goals. But again, those are where I can find myself gaining control, where the control is, I go ahead and dictate what I'm going to put into my body in terms of nutrition. So I get to go ahead and pick all the things that are there. That is my choice, right? I am in control of what goes into my body uh, unless like somebody else is cooking for me. And then you can always have conversations around it. But again, I cook all my meals. So I, I have complete control of everything that goes into it. And that helps me stay on point for it. And then for the other part of it, exercise, to go out and be active is within my control. I get to go ahead and dictate how much activity I put into the day, how much I try, how much intensity goes into those parts of the day. So I actually am the one that gets to choose those things. So that is my choice. That means it's under my control to go ahead and dictate how that's going to look. So again, that's one of the good points of it, right? I can can have ownership of those things. I can recognize, I can control those things because again, it's my choice to go ahead and do it. So it also brings on uh, order and stability. So again, when we have things in our control, we feel like we can set up the dominoes. So control brings a sense of order and stability into one's life or organization. It provides structure with guidelines, enabling individuals to navigate through tasks, projects, responsibilities with clarity and efficiency. For instance, a manager who exercises control over a team's workflow and resources can ensure smooth operation and timely project completion. But I think we've all dealt with somebody who's micromanaged and needed to hold our hand and control every aspect of what we've gone ahead and done. So now it just feels like it's not in our control at all. And now they're exuding control over something that you should have maintained control over. So it's your effort and your energy that gets put into a project, your work that goes into it, that you get to go ahead and control. And then working with someone who's a micromanager could be really, really difficult. So again, we can find the pro and immediately find a con associated to it because I don't wanna work for another micromanager, nor do I wish to become a micromanager. Like I wanna understand the process, but I want to make sure that I put the expert decisions in the expert's hands. So basically who's ever going to be the surgeon in this scenario, be willing to give them the knife and trust them to do their, you know, their best as I kick everything over for a second. Um, Again, it becomes predictable. So when we have control, individuals can create predictable outcomes. They can carefully plan and execute their actions, reducing the element of surprise and increasing the likelihood of the desired result. For example, a business owner who exercises control over their inventory uh, management can predict customer demand and ensure product availability. So this is more along the lines of like, we can set up the dominoes for ourselves. So having a few things that we can measure and predict is going to go ahead and give us a lot better opportunities to exude control over the things that we have and the things that need to go ahead and get into function, right? So I do like this inventory management one because I've done a ton of that work in my past. Well, if I understand the main KPIs associated to it, how what's my cycle count accuracy? You know, what are the products that are the main ones that are that are creating variances? How do we go ahead and like look at those items and say, well, these ones need additional scrutiny because dollar value, volume, something else associated to it. So, again, working with and exuding control in that scenario is just to go ahead and set targets to make sure that we can hit certain things. And again, that comes down to the individual doing the work, not the individual who's like responsible for it, right? To, to be able to maintain your own control over how you react and do this work for yourself is going to go ahead and stand out for your own predictability, right? If you know what's coming, right, it gets a whole lot easier to go ahead and deal with. If I wake up every single day and I go through my same routine, it's not a surprise to wake up and go through the day, right? It it just starts off the same way and then it can become its own day. Uh, Increased productivity. Right, control helps individuals manage their time, resources and efforts effectively. By prioritizing tasks, setting deadlines and allocating resources wisely, they can enhance their productivity and accomplish more with a given time frame. For instance, a student who exercises control over their study schedule avoids distraction and can improve their academic performance. So this comes down to time management. So I've, I've read in a couple other books where they basically broke it down to like 20 minutes, like every 20 minutes, it needs to be scheduled out for your day. That's way too much. However, we can still take notes from that one. So let's just say we'll pick something arbitrary. You want to get good at the violin. You're never going to get good at the violin unless you play the violin, right? You need to be able to perform the task. So if you went ahead and set up time associated to it, saying, I don't care what's going on in the world. I'm going to exude my control over time management and say, from this time to this time is what I'm going to go ahead and spend my time practicing. Now, if you go ahead and do that on a consistent basis, I guarantee you, you will improve. You will go from garbage to somewhat decent to someone says you're good, to where you believe you're good, and then you'll basically get really good at it and then realize you you know nothing and you start over. So that's how we go ahead and find our own progression. So again, make sure that you can manage your time with it and then accountability. So. Control fosters a sense of accountability and responsibility. Individuals who maintain control are likely to take ownership of their actions, accept responsibility for their actions, and strive for excellence in their performance. For example, an employee who exercises control over their work responsibilities takes ownership of their task, ensuring quality and timely completion. So that really just comes down to, well, what standards are we going to set for ourselves? If you set yourself to a low standard, expect low results. If you set yourself to a high standard, start to expect high results. And again, by going through and practicing your time management and practicing, you know, challenging yourself to the right way, working with the people who are smarter, giving them control when it's needed. However, on the other end of that spectrum, there's problems like that I've personally gone through of exuding too much control and what kind of happens when we try to exude too much control of a situation that we don't right. So here's the first one. We get a rigid and resi- uh, resistance to change. So we get hard-headed and stubborn. Excess control, uh, excessive control can lead to rigidity in thinking and behavior. Individuals may become resistant to change, sticking to familiar routines and methods. This can hinder adaptability, innovation, and growth. For instance, a manager who exercises excessive control may resist implementing new strategies or embracing emerging technologies, limiting the company's ability to evolve. So it makes us hardheaded and stubborn, and I think we can all find somebody in our own lives who's just gone and set in their ways and refused to learn anything new. So here, here's a funny story that happened recently. So we're we're over at my parents' house, and we're they're cooking up like hot dogs and brats. We're just doing a barbecue, little pool day, right? Awesome, good times. So my mom went ahead and bought uh, basically the New England cut. Uh, like hot dog buns. So instead of it cut on the side, it's cut over the top. And it's designed for like lobster rolls and boy sandwiches. Like it's cool. Like I think it's a cool concept to go ahead and do it that way. Um, I think it balances on the plate better. So if you don't have like stuff falling out of the side. So if you put like onions and relish, you set your hot dog up on its side and it falls over and now the stuff starts to spill out. So you have to like prop it up. So this one you don't, right? I think it's Clever, it's stupid, who really cares? And my dad gets in, he tries to open it up, he goes, Oh, these damn buns aren't cut. I was like, Dad, they're, they're cut on top. These, these are New England style. These are just, it's like, Oh, well, I don't understand why we had to change any of this stuff. It worked perfectly fine before. It's like, it's just a different concept. It's still a fucking hot dog bun. It still does the same thing. Why get upset or bothered by something that doesn't fucking matter? It doesn't matter. You're still going to put mustard on it. You're still going to look for horseradish, and you're still going to eat it just the same as you would any other uh, other hot dog. But now you've gone ahead and tried to control the situation and grown stubborn to the fact of well, my expectations were this, and as soon as my expectations didn't come up exactly as I wanted, I'm going to complain that I don't have enough controls. Like, why do they have to change this? They should change it back. Why? Why would they? Those things have been around forever. They're just different. So again, like we can watch ourselves in being stubborn and hardheaded about about these things and be open and susceptible to life is going to change over time. Too bad. So sad. It's going to happen. Life is going to change. And if you get stubborn about it, try and exude control, um, you're going to have a rougher go of it because everyone else is going to start to evolve and change and get better. And you're going to fall behind. So the second one on here... uh, perfectionism and high expectations. So before when we talked about high expectations, I do like to set a high bar for myself. I think challenging myself is a really, really good thing. So let's go ahead and keep going. So when control is taken to an extreme, it can fuel perfectionism and create unattainable expectations. Individuals may place immense pressure on themselves or others, leading to stress, burnout, and a constant state of fear of failure. For example, a perfectionist artist may struggle to complete and share their work to being basically just saying uh, due to the excessive critical mindset associated to it. So basically, someone won't release their art because they're saying it's not perfect. What I'm going to go ahead and say here, if you got started, finish the best you can. Even if it's not your best, who says it has to go out to do anything else? You can always just start over and do it again. Um, Nothing's going to be perfect. I think some of the perfection is recognizing some of the small flaws, uh, the subtle differences and everything that kind of happens in life. So um, again, trying to be perfect uh, and hold yourself to that standard is not really obtainable, right? So for for me, um, based on like BMI, uh, it says I should weigh about 180 pounds. So I'm about 20 pounds overweight in comparison to that. I don't feel that way, Um, but You know, if I held myself to that standard, you know, it might be really hard for me to get 20 pounds off of my frame from here. And and it could be really detrimental to the rest of my health to go ahead and do that. So again, causing additional stress to my body that's completely unnecessary, I'll probably get weaker. I'll probably have less muscle mass than I had before. So why would I go ahead and take that approach if I really kind of like target in on a goal that's too specific and too high? So the idea is you can set a long-term goal of saying, Hey, I want to be able to achieve this and then set a series of short-term things that you can kind of march your way up to. So as you go ahead and find out what you're capable of, you can start to make some little changes in direction of what you want to go ahead and do, because you might spend a ton of time on something and then realize, well, this is rather impractical. So I really don't need to do this because I can give control to this to somebody else and they can handle this for me and and they can go ahead and be the expert that helps me through it. So again, holding ourselves to that high standard can be a little bit tough. I think we've talked enough about micromanagement, limited perspective, the emotional burden. Maintaining control can create emotional stress and pressure. The constant need to be in control of outcomes and circumstances can lead to anxiety, as individuals may fear losing control or making mistakes. For instance, a person who excessively controls their personal relationship may experience anxiety or emotional strain due to an inability to accept uncertainty or relinquish control. So uh, again, when we set these high standards for ourselves and kind of stay too emotionally locked into the the well being of us keeping control or maintaining power, uh, it becomes incredibly burdensome. So um, as somebody who's running uh, running a business and uh, you know trying their damn best at it, uh, it can be a, an emotional roller coaster of these ups and downs of finding these really good successes and then countering it with all right, well, how are we going to do this next really big step? And that can create a lot of anxiety. It's Like, am I going to fail? Am I going to make a mistake? Am I going to trip and fall? And just are people going to laugh at me for this? And I think you have to go ahead and and take those those things that give you anxiety. And in my viewpoint, I just have started to learn to discard it. That anxiety is actually just me being super eager and excited about something, but I don't understand it fully yet. So I don't know how to emote a correctly about it. So as I think about those things, and think of the direction and the path that I'm on, I can, again, make some changes for myself and, ma- and maintain that I like I can stay in control of my actions and not let something like my emotions get in the way and start to dictate, because then I'm gonna try to grasp harder onto things like control. I'll probably end up more stubborn. And um, at the end of the day, probably end up a little bit worse than, than I started. And uh, I think it ends up uh, with this one. So there's the missed opportunities, right? So again, being a little bit hard-headed. A hyper-focus on control may cause individuals to miss out on opportunities for for growth and learning. They may be hesitant to take risks or try experiences due to the fear of con- losing control or making mistakes. For instance, a business owner who is overly controlling may miss out on opportunities or partnerships that could expand their market reach. So what, what I think about in, in this one is to get yourself out of your comfort zone a bit. So when you're trying to understand control of things, get yourself out of your comfort zone, recognize that there's a plenty of things that you are not in control of, and still be okay with the fact that you're learning and growing through that experience. So again, give yourself as many times to say yes to doing difficult things. Um, because what I honestly believe of my own life, and I've, I've said it a lot to myself this week, even, uh, even after the intention, is uh, if you do the hard stuff now, life will get easier. If you do the easy stuff now, life will get harder because again, we'll run out of easy stuff to go ahead and do. We don't need to just maintain this low level of like low hanging fruit and just like instant gratification, but to really challenge ourselves to do something that's daunting, challenging, that will change us for the better and recognizing things like that obstacle is the way and say like, yeah, I get it. This, this hardship that I'm facing now is not going to last forever. There's no way because it has to end at some point, right? And it's gonna be in my perspective to go ahead and set it and say, well, these are the things that I can maintain control of. I can maintain the control of my actions, how I, how I behave when these things start to happen. I can control my thought process around it and think positively or negatively is my call to go ahead and make. And I want to go ahead and think as positive as I I can and yet still be realistic and say like, is there actually a good opportunity for me to learn from this one? And is that challenge really worth my time? Because again, we only get so much time on earth that we really need to make sure that we prioritize the things that are really important for us to go do. Like, do I really want to have control over everything? God, no. Like that sounds insufferable, right? Like imagine if we had full control over every process within our body, right? So not just the fact that you have to breathe and eat and move around, but you had to go ahead and actively think about how the enzymes and hormones work in your body. You had to actively think of how the blood cells move through your veins, and your arteries, how your heart physically beats, you have to pay attention to it. So we don't need control over everything. Right? We would be just so Like wrapped up in our own heads, trying to figure out how to keep all of this going. It's good that we don't have control. So it just runs for us. So, again, I think it's a really great opportunity to recognize the things that you have control over, recognize the priority of things that you do have control, and then start to relinquish some of that control when it's not of real benefit. Where, hey, you know, if I can get help from somebody else to go ahead and do some of this with me, right? We both can go ahead and improve, right? So, if we start to surround ourselves with people who are actively trying to do tougher things, it's actually gonna get a little bit easier because now we have additional people going through something similar and we can pick their brain about it and we can use that information to go ahead and find the right approach to it. So that's all I really have for uh, this information today. So when it comes to things like control or power, I do recommend uh, Robert Greene's The 48 Loss of Power. If not, just find the, the summary for it. I'll try to post some other link around here that you can find just a quick summary of, of basically of power. Uh, so it might be able to help you get some control of things or recognize when other people try to get control and know that you are the one that is like the master of your own destiny, right? If you believe it to be you know, something that you're capable of, if any human has ever done it and human history, part of that lives in you. So if any human has ever done it, you have the ability to potentially do it too. So go ahead and do your best and good luck.